November 8th, 2023. I am at Joel Pearl and I am back to join y'all in the weeds. That's right. Jeremy singing keeps me going. So I came right back after taking a Monday off. I got poked and prodded on Monday because Jeremy wouldn't let me on the show. Hope y'all are doing well. Jeremy Lambert is here and he's trying his best to give his thumbs down. But Jeremy, 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 Jeremy. You're here. You're late. Like what? What is happening, Joel? You finally you Jeremy, come back. Jeremy, look in my eyes. What? what do you see? CM Punk's profile is full of binary. I don't get it. No. Oh no. I don't understand. I thought is that not a DX thing that you were doing? So what was that? Was, uh, that was that was the the binary code from the Matrix. Okay, what does that have to do with CM Punk? You probably didn't see it. So some some dork on the internet, because dorks on the internet, posted that, oh, CM Punk's... Anyway, Joel Pearl's been fired just completely for doing some social media bits that I don't understand and that no one could possibly give a fuck about. Oh, I thought you were going to do this show solo for a while. What, What is happening, Joel? I got it, and that's all that matters. See, Cyclops gets it. Cyclops gets the bit. I got no... All right. Explain. Explain for... Explain. Somebody pointed out that there was an update to the punk profile on WWE.com, and it was just a bunch of... It was just binary code. That's all it was. And that's all it was. People were just like, does this mean something? And everyone was just like, it doesn't mean shit. Stop it. <laughs> It was awful. He's in the Matrix now. CM Punk. He's gonna be Matrix Punk. That's his gonna. That's gonna be his gimmick when he comes back. We got a tremendous show for everybody today. Let's just let's let's let's. Where's a? I need like a pen. Let's. No one remembers the first two and a half minutes of this show because that was awful, and I have no idea what Joel Pearl is doing. All of you especially Joel should get the hell offline. Just, just get offline. Don't pay attention to any of this nonsense that anybody is tweeting. Uh, don't won't pay attention to, to any of this stuff. Go, go outside, get in the weeds. I don't want to use the, the touch grass thing because I think that's a little overplayed, but, but just, just go outside. All right. Get, get offline. Do not worry about profile updates and whatever. That was terrible. Honestly, I'm I'm embarrassed to be associated with that. It was dumb last night when it came up too, but here we are. So we don't have to mention it. Like we we don't weed is legal. Weed is legal in Ohio. You know what I did with my time? Voted on legalizing it. Once it's legal, yeah. legal, then you can talk about it. We'll be all. You know what I did with my time, Joel Pearl? I voted yesterday. I actually like sent in my ballot. I I, I did a you know one of those things. I didn't go to the polls, but I did vote. Jeremy famously does not leave the house. That's not true. I'm like a glorified show for it. That's what you are when you got kids. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah I get it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I voted. I try to make a difference in this country. Like you people with your friggin' white rabbit Easter eggs out here with CM Punk. Jesus. I I have said many times, I'm over it. I'm sick of it. When we bring up stuff like this, it's very much in jest. 
it's gotten ridiculous and it's gotten to the point where people are just you know choose your own adventure so just drop it just leave it be people if it happens great if it doesn't i tried to leave it be you're the one bringing this up for no reason i i'm i don't know what's going on because when ridiculous shit like this starts that's when it makes it even more fun to talk about some of these are just fantastic okay <laughs> I got nothing. I I didn't know what the bit was. I didn't know what it was, so I got nothing to add. It's all it's all dumb to me. Are you are you upset because you weren't part of the bit? No, I even if I understood it, I would have think it was it's all stupid. Like it's all I don't care if I'm part of the bit or not. I don't. I don't it's dumb. It's all dumb. Every all of wrestling is dumb. That's why we're here, though. Am I in a bad mood today? I feel like I'm in a bad mood. I don't know. I, I may have just gotten a DM from someone asking if you're feeling okay, if you're if you're feeling ornery. Oh, I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm in a bad mood. I don't know. I don't Listen, know. the weather the weather here in Toronto at least is gloomy. It started off sunny and beautiful, and now the the clouds have come in. So I get it. I get being a little down. I'm a little up because I haven't been on a show since last Friday. I was off on, on, on Monday. Maybe Tuesday. that's why I'm in a bad mood. You're back. I had such a fun, I did a show with SP three on Monday and then SP three again yesterday. Stop it. When, when you what? were with SP three, you were, you were telling off the chat, doing your pancakes and waffles bit over Will Ospreay. I heard, I saw it. You were getting, you were getting angry about your Will Ospreay comments, which by the way, I agree with you largely on your thoughts on Will Ospreay. Uh, I do, but at the same time, I saw chat. Some people, not all chat. I saw chat was getting a little, get a little strange with you. I, I watch on Twitch whenever I'm watching Fightful stuff for two reasons. One, it's our channel. Two, you can actually listen in audio only mode. So I don't have to worry about keeping the screen on. I'm burning out my battery on YouTube. So there you go. That's, that's my reasoning. Michael says I appear to be, I seem to be in a bad mood. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. Do we want to restart this show? Let's let's take it from the top. All right, Joel. here we go. Okay, take uh, it from the top. All right, I got I got to do the thing. One sec. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. And one and a two and a. It's November 8th, 2023. I am at Joel Pearl and it's time to get in the weeds. I am excited for today's show because we're going to talk about war games. And we're going to talk about trying to move our show over to the CW because it seems like the bar is so low that as long as you're not doing cocaine, you can get a job and a show on the CW. Jeremy Lambert, how are you doing? Joel, we got to talk about the biggest story of the day. Did you see CM Punk's coming back to WWE with a binary code on his profile? Go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh. I can't believe we just played out this bit in the seven minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyway, right, what are we actually talking about today? What is this? <laughs> We're going to talk about leaving a thumbs up on the video and, of course, subscribing to us here at Fightful Overbooked. This is the silliness you get when you come and join us here every, for us, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern until noon. Uh, for others, of course, we drop content every single day, whether it's Tag Talk on Mondays or you got Indeed with Righteous Reg and Mike uh, every, th- wow, do they drop Thursdays? Wednesday. They're Wednesdays. Who's on Thursdays then? 
Who's on first? Uh, nobody's technically on Thursdays. Tag Talk might be on Thursday this week because uh, they did not do a show on Monday. So they might do a show on Thursday. But technically, nobody's actually on Thursday. That's where I usually upload interviews or Kyler cuts the interviews or I do a spotlight interview or whatever. I put something there on Thursday. All right. Well, we still drop content every single day and there's a live stream almost every single day. So you go on to go and, and just join us there. We used to have a content calendar and then we were just like, People have lives. That's like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Last about a week. And of course, you can send us a super chat, any amount of question or statement around the air and supports us here at Fightful Overbook because we need all the help we can get uh, both on the air and off the air. Let me tell you. Giant Town Spurs is the acting I saw in NXT yesterday makes the arrow look like the wire. Oh, no. They were right at home on CW. So yesterday was the uh, the earnings call for TKO, the first big earnings call. But really, we're not going to get into the weeds on that because that's a that's a Brandon Thurston WrestleNomics thing. Let's let them do that. That's a Pollock and Thurston, and, and I'm sure Jimmy's going to talk about it over on uh, on the Hump this afternoon. What really was interesting was that about an hour before they announced it, PW Insider said they're deep in talks, WWE and CW. And uh, NXT is officially moving to the CW network in October of 2024. How did you feel when you read the news? I mean, we've been talking about the rights negotiations for a bit. I know you're going to be like, I don't care. But like, (laughs) in terms of just like, the show was on, well, for me, it's on Sportsnet, but it was on USA for so long. Does a move to CW really mean much? And also, of course, we're going to have to talk about the NWA because it's your favorite promotion. See, I... When all this stuff happens, the money doesn't matter to me. They're getting paid. Cool. Like, I don't get any of the money, so I don't care. And that they got a 70% rights increase. Good for them. The network is fine. Like, I have access regardless. I have CW. I have the app. I watch my F-Boy Island every Thursday or whenever it's up on the app. I don't watch it live. I rarely watch anything live. Um, Legitimately, wrestling and sports is like it. Uh, So I have the app. I have access. So nothing really changes for me. It's just on a different network. So it's not that I don't care. It's that I'm not, like me personally, I'm not super affected buy it i don't i assume cw is less visibility or maybe it's more visibility i i don't know what the like network homes that nowadays are it seems like that changes from week to week of how many people are in how many homes and all of this stuff like it's it, it's a thing like usa to see it's i guess it's good that it's still on tv it's not like they're they're off television or anything it doesn't seem like a huge huge downgrade i think the the bigger thing will be and michael says it's so off that it doesn't seem it's not that newsworthy at the time like it's it's newsworthy because they did they did the big press release and everything but i kind of agree with him of like you know is it going to remain on tuesdays i I know sean's report said they the hope is that it's still going to be on tuesdays and everything but that could change a year from now when schedules shift i i the, the the big domino to still fall is Raw. Like we don't know what's going to happen with Raw right now. Um, oh, so yeah, that y- NXT on CW doesn't change a whole lot of anything for me. Like it's I, it's all the same access to me. Yeah. There there is a larger potential for audience because it is broadcast, okay. uh, which is great. Uh, on the other hand, I'm thinking about how many people are which is like, do I even get CW? I saw yeah. a lot of tweets like that. I saw a lot of people asking that, which, you know, I had a good laugh about it. But uh, again, me as a Canadian, it doesn't matter because they're still locked up with Rogers Sportsnet for, I think, another couple of years. I know Paul probably answer that. But yeah, all I want, all I need 
F-Boy Island NXT. That's all I care about. I got no idea what else is on CW. I know Riverdale used to be. I assume still is. I don't know if that show's still on the air. Uh, I used to watch Riverdale and watch them forever. But yeah, that show. I go to the app. I see Dawson. They air Dawson's Creek, apparently. So that's on CW nowadays. I don't... I would say it's the old episodes of Dawson's Creek, but they reboot and remake everything that for all I know, it's new episodes of Dawson's Creek. I don't think that's Uh, what happened. (laughs) Okay. Well, don't know. Everything's a reboot and a remake here, Joel. So for all I know, it could be uh, new Dawson's Creek, but apparently they aired Dawson's Creek. All I need Hellcats. That's a good shout. Mm. Ace shock. That's a really good shout right there. Okay. Riverdale just ended. Thank you. Luis uh Hellcats was that was a great show um that was uh Ali Mashalka and uh Ashley Tisdale right in that show I don't know who else was in it uh Teenage Me loved some Ali Mashalka and, and Ashley Tisdale FY Island NXT that's all I care about that is all I care about that's all I want that's all I need I need Von Wagner on FY Island I need Braun Breaker on F-Boy Island. Are you a nice guy? Are you an F-Boy? That's all. That's what I want. That's is they they love they do the acting on NXT, right? That's the acting show, right? Like this is, is perfect. Yep. This is perfect. I need it. Come on. I assume F-Boy Island's still going to be like a thing uh, in in 2024. Better be or else I'm going to fight some people at CW. I mean, if it's doing the numbers, then it's going to stick around. And it's also, it's reality TV, so it's cheap to produce. So you know stuff like that always goes far. Cody Wilson's Super Chat saying NXT on CW is a win. Uh, CW is free over the air. They have uh, ACC football, so I guess that's uh, college football and hoops. And NASCAR is starting in 2025. I think they also do uh, okay. an inside access for one of the major sports. It could be nfl they're doing something else that's that's a big deal on cw uh and of course they have live golf so you can feel how you feel about that uh has potential to do great numbers good for that crew which by the way i bring up live golf because people are like how can they afford to do you know the to, to buy nxt well first of all it's 37 37 a year million uh they can afford it because of live golf <laughs> let's face it it's basically the live golf network and wwe's home is in Riyadh. uh that being said the cw deal is is good uh i'm I look at the number that NXT brings in, and then I look at the number that AEW is reported to be making now, and I see no reason why AEW isn't able to make a lot more. Because given what NXT is about to make and what AEW currently makes, they're a lot closer than they were, you know, in the last deals. So I'm looking forward to AEW being able to announce a bigger, a bigger deal, which means bigger opportunities for them to expand, produce, work on the things that you and I talk about uh, creatively and production-wise. Uh, and again, more the idea of getting more money is potentially to put some more investment into your work, into your product. What that comes from is on starts of the TV deal. But I will say, Jeremy, it goes back to the conversations you and I started having at the beginning of the show uh, that Ron NXT working in tandem was absolutely for the TV deal, for the rights deal. Seems like they got a win. They got something that they're happy about. They definitely upped their fees at least 70%, according to Ari Emanuel. Uh, WWE, as reported by Fightful Select, feels like they got even more than that based on where NXT was even five years ago. So this is a this is a good deal for NXT. And listen, love them or hate them, they're doing some pretty good stuff on the TV show. It sometimes it's corny as hell, but it's fun. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the real story of of this whole deal. You go to hell, Paul 
Paul Levesque, you go to hell. What's happening with my my beautiful NWA here? I was all excited for NWA on CW Network. They were going to be doing lines in the diner with Archie. That's Riverdale, right? They're going to be doing lines in the diner with old Archie and Betty. I don't know who else is on. Jughead. Jughead. Jughead Jughead would be the kind to do do a few. Okay. Okay. And now, seems out. I'm not, not, not thrilled about this, Joel. Not thrilled. Was looking forward to big badass Billy Corgan's wedding on the CW. You can still get it on the app, potentially. You use the app. You just said it. You watch F-Boy Island on the app. Well, yeah, but that actually airs on CW. I just watch it on the app. Um, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, the last time I watched Riverdale, what was I was going about to bring on? this up. <laughs> Ooh. The, 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 um, man, it was, it had to be like season like three or so, maybe two even the the sweet life kid was getting jumped in front of the diner that was like he was joining like the motorcycle gang whichever one zach or cody know which one plays whatever he plays he was getting beat up by a motorcycle gang in front of a diner that's that's the last thing i can like recall from from that show so i assume it's gotten really super insane since it was a pretty insane show even back then um yeah, so NWA looks like they're so all right, let's let's set the scene for everybody. There was so oh, he's only missed out on nine cults and seven serial killers. Nice. Uh okay. Um so Nick Hausman, House of Wrestling reported that NWA was signing the the deal with CW. Billy Corgan was the one who said we've signed two network deals. So Billy Corgan was the one who initially teased it. Hausman said it was CW. And then the report came out over the weekend, Saturday, um, that the cocaine spot at Sawin got them in some trouble and it could, you know, negatively affect the deal. It might move to the app. Corgan was under the impression, this is hilarious. Corgan was under the impression that they weren't paying attention to the pay-per-view. They were only watching the television stuff. They didn't care what happened on pay-per-view. And it, the, the big thing was like, it was all about this reality show of like CW was really happy to have Billy Corgan's wedding as part of all this. They didn't care about the wrestling stuff. They were just really happy to have Billy Corgan's wedding. But it might move to the app now. And then two days, three days later, Hey, CW is signing a deal with NXT. I don't think that like it, you know, all changed that quickly and it all changed because of one cocaine spot. I don't think like CW saw that, got the backlash from that and was like, you know what? Let's call up WWE and see if we can get their programming on our network. I don't think that happened. Could be wrong. Maybe Sean narked. And was like, you know, hey, you see these guys pay-per-view? They're doing some stuff like, you know, like, I don't think you want this kind of stuff on your F-Boy Island network. Right. There, there's only room for nose candy on one network, and that is Fightful.com. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it all changed that quickly. So here's my conspiracy theory. Here's my speculation. Here's my, my look. At things, and I could be 
completely wrong on this. I think they, Billy obviously thought they had a deal and I'm sure they did. I think that CW was always in negotiation with WWE. And I think that the deal may have for NWA was possibly never supposed to be like on the actual network that it was always supposed to be app related content. And then the, the, the cocaine stuff like made that more of hard there. Um, I don't know if cocaine really does hard so well. Uh, never done it. So neither. I've been around enough people have told me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I solidified. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think that's my read on things is that NWA was kind of always going to live on the app. And like maybe there was potential it was going to be on network, but now like obviously with the NXT deal, that's probably off. Look, for all I know, you know NXT runs eight o'clock. Maybe they want to have uh, NWA Power as the lead-in for NXT. Like maybe if I'm WWE, I'm like no thanks. Yeah, I agree. maybe ten o'clock. Maybe you know what? Maybe two o'clock. <laughs> let's just let's do. How about this? We'll do we'll do NXT, then we'll do an immediate NXT replay, and then we'll do the West Coast NXT, <laughs> and then we'll think about having power over on the the next morning at noon or midnight. Like like that's uh you know that's it's kind of my read on it as well. But you know NWA has said that Billy Corgan has said like you know we love WWE we get along great with WWE we've never wronged WWE. Oh Billy starts cutting promos on WWE now for the cheap heat as he called it. I I hope that's uh that's what happens. Um, it is hilarious though and if if this cocaine spot like blew up their entire deal because. Uh, Big badass Billy Pumpkins was like, I didn't think anybody was watching this pay per view. <laughs> Which, like, okay, there's one thing that I've learned from this entire experience, and that is, you you never know who's watching, and you never know who's listening, and you never know who's paying attention. We we've told the story before. We had Andrew Zarian on this show after the first episode of collision the monday after the first so the the ratings were going to drop but then it was also uh it was a, a holiday in the united states so they weren't out but but andrew had them he came on the show he told us and then he started getting phone calls being like because we had been promoting that he dropped the, the on the show someone found that that Zarian had mentioned it and they contacted Zarian and be like, all right, what are the numbers? I don't want to go through an entire podcast to find them. The cowards. point being <laughs> yeah, the cowards should have, should have scrubbed through an entire two hours of us talking nonsense just to get a number, which was like eight sixty. It's not even two hours. Zarian was on for like the first half hour. That's it's right. Half hour, put it on double time. You're fine. Bunch of, cowards not knowing how to watch a program you could have scrubbed through anyway they didn't but the point is you'd never know who's going to find your content who's watching your content who's keeping eyes on your content so just if, if it's if this is true and it, he really thought like i don't think people were going to watch on fight tv for 9.99 like jesus christ <laughs> it is hilarious that like and i see people in the chat bringing it up that spot didn't serve a purpose 
to the show. It's not like they did it and then James Mitchell and Gags the Gimp are running wild because they're all hopped up on the coke. You know, they just did it to like pop themselves, which, hey, more power to them for doing that. But they did it to just pop themselves. And that was it. It was like, hey, let's just do this. We're going to get a clip out of it. And they did. And then they backtracked of like, ah, wait a second. This was not the attention we thought we were going to get from this. Someone's going to drop a rumor or a report or someone's going to say something that like in a few days that they're going to say, oh, James Mitchell went into business for himself and that spot was un- was not planned, but they rolled with it. I swear oh. to God, they're going to try and mop it up to the best of their ability. It's just the way it is. Caden sent a super chat saying, who's better, Billy Pumpkins or David S. Pumpkins? Any questions? I think David Byrne is better. I like him. David Byrne? Byrne. No, don't know who that is. Singer of Talking Heads. Sure. Great, great artist. Legitimately, not doing a bit, legitimately never heard of (laughs) him or this band. Really? No Talking Heads? Never? Burn that house? There's oh, burning down the house. Okay, I was gonna say there's probably like a song that I've heard that I just don't know it's them because I'm I'm bad at that stuff. But okay, I, I do know burning down the house. Okay, gotcha. oh, okay, good. I'm glad. And chat chat's catching on, so that's good too. So clearly, we're we're talking about the right people here. But yes, gags the gimp. What do you want me to say? That's the name of the wrestler, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing a, again. Not doing a bit. They named their wrestler gags the gimp. What do you? This is why this is why all this pieced out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what if they? What if they? Oh my god! I hope that one time, just one time, I hope WWE just rips him on a on an episode of SmackDown and has someone like local enhancement talent is a gimp. It's just someone who walks in in a mask and it's like, oh, I got your opponent for tonight, this man, and he walks in. And he's just like, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> and it's like. The, whoever it is takes off the mask. It's, it's carrying cross. Oh boy. We're rebranding oh. cross. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> I just want once. I want them to play that, that just that one, one little uh, rib on, on, on Nick Aldis. It'd be great. <laughs> Maybe they, they'll, they'll get to that at some point. Bless this company calling somebody gags the gimp doing cocaine spots. Drinking Jack Daniels. They got a CW as a Jose Cuervo sponsorship. I think that's what really killed it. They were drinking Jack and they CW is a Jose Cuervo network. So that's where it really went wrong for them. I don't know what's going to come of the NWA deal now. You know, maybe it is just a network thing. Again, based on the, the Hausman report, they seem more excited about <laughs> Billy Corgan's wedding than they cared about any of this wrestling stuff. And maybe that's because they were like, well, we got NXT. What do we need NWA for? Yeah, cool. We get Billy Corgan's wedding. I don't know what that means to people in 2024, uh, but yeah, bless them that they, they got this. I didn't even realize that he was getting married again. No idea. No idea. are these the same people who are reading like People Magazine and seeing that Patrick Dempsey is like the sexiest man alive this year, and he's like in his fifties? And clearly, because I don't know if they were watching NWA, if they were just like, yeah, we want this product on our network, and then they started watching, and they're like, wait a second, what did we get ourselves into? 
Ruh-roh. Billy Corgan's <laughs> promo is more offensive than the cocaine spot. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure that he just put that cocaine spot on the air so that people would take away from that. You go to hell, Matt Cardona. Go to hell. 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 I reposted that thing. I got wait. This morning. This can't be true. What? According according to the wife, Billy Corgan dated Jessica Simpson. Sure. I mean, what what constitutes dating? Because in like, did they go on a couple of dates? Did they were they together for a few months? Were they? I'm going. I'm going on the who's dated who, the Internet Authority on celebrity dating, as one does. Yes. I usually use Twitter for that because eh. Twitter is a highly respectable, fully believable source for information and news, especially blue check marks. So Lisa Marie Presley. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Chloe Mendel, I don't know who that is. Uh, Howie's Je- kid. Jessica, no, it's spelled differently. I figured. Jessica Origilasio, I don't know who that is. Jessica Simpson, Jackie Johnson, and Tila Tequila. I actually think oh, I actually she's gone. She's gone bonkers. We don't talk about her no more. Tila Tequila, Sierra Swan, Emma. Amelia Autumn, Emily Autumn, Yelena Yemchuk, Courtney Love, Chris Fabian, Jennifer Finch, and Fiona Horn. Okay, when do they date? 2009. Oh, there's a picture of them. What? Did they go on like one date? One month and one day. That's not dating. That's not dating. That's, that's, what's the word that they use? Dealing? What's their what was their compatibility? They do like these combat combat compatibility. I can't. No, compatibility is how well compatibility. they fight. Com- compatibility. Why can't I speak? Seventy nine percent compatible. I don't believe that at all. Look at this picture of them. Hold on. Is this is this with Jessica Simpson? Yeah, this is with I, Jessica Simpson. Uh, what, what's her sign? Let's see. Let's, ah. see, let's see. She's a Cancer. And what's 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 Billy? Billy Corgan's sign. Let's, let's find out. Billy Corgan is. I don't believe in that stuff. Neither do I. Um, but here we are. Oh man, he was he was born March. Is he March seventeenth? Was that what that said? Yes. Oh wow, March seventeenth. Yeah. Hey, look, look at this picture. Look, there's old big badass <laughs> Billy Pumpkins and Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Billy's like, I don't need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, everybody. Okay. You learn something new on this show. So so Billy is a Pisces. Sure. And she was, what did I say she was? Cancer. A cancer. Yeah. They have a deep intuitive bond. They're spontaneous. Now, all, all that stuff's fake, Joel. I know, but this is just funny to read sometimes. All that stuff's fake. She she was 29 at the time, and he was 42. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, there's more pictures. Of course there are. Oh, this is picture fucking rules. Hold on. <laughs> oh, let me bring up this one. This is so creepy. Oh, oh my gosh. All oh, the these photos are amazing. I've just I've gone deep in the Billy Corgan Jessica Simpson photo lore. There's only a few of them. All right, here we go. Hold on. Can't get that deep then. Yeah. All right, so let's let's pull these up on the chat here. Nick Lachey drove that girl crazy. <laughs> yeah. Look at this one. 
the good old Billy in the background there. <laughs> That's the same photo. Ah, uh, it's a little different. Yeah, because she turned around to get in the car. No, see, it's a little different. See, that's she's got a bigger smile in that one. Uh, it's not the, the same photo. One. Billy's kind of making the same face. It's not the same photo, though. Look at this one. Look at B- Billy looks like he's just like. <laughs> this is the same outing. This is the same. Yeah, it's all the same outing. Yes. Yeah, that's 100% true. It's all the same outing. Look at this. Let's just leave this on screen the entire time. Just Billy staring into your soul as he wonders why he's on this date with Jessica Simpson. <laughs> His publicist put him up to this something fierce. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Are you sure they dated? Yeah. <laughs> that seems more. That seems more likely. That. Uh... <laughs> you think Jessica Simpson's a wrestling fan? We got to find out and bring her on the show. Maybe we get Jessica Simpson on this show. Hold I'm on. trying to get Mr. Beast on the show. So here we go. Good luck. Yeah, tell me about it. I'm surprised he's not pounding down the door trying to join us. Yes. All right. Jessica says, is she on the social media? Of course she is. She's a celebrity. Get me out of here. Eh, I don't know if uh, if she'd be, you know, active. I don't know how this stuff works. I cannot DM Jessica Simpson. That's confirmed. You can probably do it on the Instagram. I'm not big on the Instagram. I know. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. And I DM'd Ariel Hawani to say something nice and he never read it because I'm not important on Instagram. Yeah. What can you do? All right. What else? What are we talking about? Jessica Simpson and uh, Billy Corgan. Oh, (laughs) what's your favorite Jessica Simpson song? The the last one. Next. (laughs) With you. With you's a banger. That's a great song. Love that song. uh, she she definitely had the, you know what a Billy Corgan Jessica Simpson reality show that would have hit the CW hard they would have been all over that partner punch what's the other one promo promo Jessica Simpson Britney Spears Christina Aguilera what am I what are my options again partner, partner oh we I punch. can't punch a woman no mission, we cannot do this. No, 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 no. We can't. No, no. Absolutely. Partner body slam promo. That's a little better. And what, pick what, up. How about pick up? Pick up. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Pick up here. Uh, pick up from up. Anyway, I'm not. No, absolutely not. Kaden. We're not doing that one. <laughs> we are Why? Coward. The weeds. <laughs> was, it, was it Brittany, Christina and yeah. Simpson? Yeah. Oh man, I, I'd probably. I, I feel like, I feel like Jessica Simpson could throw a mean punch, so I could probably partner up with her. Okay. I want a promo with Brittany because it's something she's proven lately. It's that she's not afraid to do anything to make her point. Uh, and I guess that means I have to body slam Christina Aguilera, who's you know maybe you know she's she's small, so it wouldn't be too difficult. There you go. Ashley Simpson had some bangers. Y'all, y'all are this is this is my genre right here. Ashley Simpson bangers. La la, I I was singing out the la la in the car all the time. You know that song, Joel? No, because right now my kids and I are reading a book called My La La, and it is not like that at all. And all I can think about are my La La dots because it's all about a kid who's in her mind phase. So go La La is about fucking. Joel Pearl. Oh, great. Now I feel even worse about this book. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, La La is a song about fucking. You make me want a La La on the oh, kitchen yeah, no, on I the remember. floor. Yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, song ruled. Maybe more. French made. Yes. Meet you at the door. It's about drinking cum <laughs> and wanting more. Who, who wrote that song? <laughs> That's what the song's about, everybody. Don't get mad at me. Seems awful. About fucking in various places. <laughs> oh, my God. So where does Raw end up now that, uh, that NXT's on the CW? I don't know. This is so. Th- okay, this MTV. Is really, well, so this is why I'm like I'm a little more interested in the CW deal is because now that SmackDown and, and NXT have homes, Raw can maybe be a little more experimental with where they land. I don't hate the idea of like again Raw ending up on not Twitch but on a streaming platform exclusively. Uh, it just has to make sense for for WWE financially, and you know in the past Raw has done some more experimental stuff, at least with their broadcasting and with their simulcasting on different apps and doing different, different experiments. Maybe this is an opportunity for them to experiment something different for raw. I don't know how long the deal would be, but I don't hate the idea of maybe raw being that potential, you know, a test subject for streaming. WWE raw MTV 3 PM Eastern. When you just get home from school and you're you're ready to watch the wrestling. That's what we need. And then TRL, bring it back, right back after it. Let's just do a nostalgia show, Joel. Let's who cares about wrestling? Let's just reminisce. Every Tuesday on this channel. I mean, that's not really a nostalgia show. Is it though, Jeremy? Let's face it. I see what y'all talk about. Basketball and and it used to be better. It used to be better. I'm talking about that. That's yeah. that's just SB3 doing his own thing. We play we play Love Is Blind Mobile. That's a lot of fun. That's a that's something else. Okay, Raw. Well, I I do agree that maybe they can go on the the, the digital side. You know, Nick Khan was very um very uh, I bearish, right? Bearish bearish is good. I don't remember. I know we've done this before. All right, all right. Um, uh nikon spoke highly we'll we'll say we'll use different terms uh nikon spoke highly of like amazon prime when um bearish believes prices go down okay bullish so bearish believes. is not good you want bullish. bullish is good yeah okay yeah bullish is yeah. what you want all right so nikon spoke highly of like amazon prime he's like yeah if i ran sec i would tell them to go to amazon it's like all right well nick you are running WWE, so what are you gonna tell them uh so he spoke like highly of that Amazon's doing good numbers from what I read with uh Thursday night football, not this week, but cause they're, they got a terrible, awful football game this week that nobody should watch, but they're doing good numbers overall with Thursday night football. Do they go? So here's something. Do they go on Peacock, a like Peacock actual, just like streaming, not a network, not USA, not NBC, but like peacock streaming because um sunday night football they're, they're they're on network but like you can also just stream the game on peacock so do they just live on peacock as, as a live thing like i don't know do you, does something like that happen do they change times so first they change of all, days first of all i just looked up the the matchup for thursday and you were not trolling that is an no. awful football game yeah 
<laughs> no, I know what the game is. I'm a no, I fan know. I know of you one do. of those teams. I know, but sometimes you just say it just to, you know, make a good joke out of it or a good bit. No, this time you were being fully honest that this is not a game you want to watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch it because I like to torture myself with sports, but nobody should actually watch this game on Thursday. Viewership um, will be you and Seth Rollins. That's basically it. Yeah, me and Seth. Yo, can we? What's Seth doing today? I, I, you know what? I will legitimately reach out to Seth Rollins and see if he can come on Friday's show. It'll never happen. But I'll, I'll shoot a shot. Be like, hey, Seth, I'm a Panthers fan. You're a bear. I'll do it right now. Let's see. Let's go. Let's, we'll do this. Pu- we'll do a public tweet to Seth. You're going to reach out to their PR guys at Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. then. Nah, we'll just do a public. Who cares? Oh, I see Jeff Valley drivers entered the chat talking about the Zens. Never heard of them. Don't know who they are. Must be someone new in the, uh, in the pro wrestling sphere. Those Zens. Never oh, heard it's of WWE them. Rollins. Okay. I got to make sure I get his username. All right. Hello at WWE Rollins. I am unfortunately a panthers fan seems bad i'm not looking forward to the game on thursday but if you are free on friday morning would you want to come on our wrestling show to talk about bears panthers Good luck this weekend. Good luck tomorrow. Hope you don't hate football. All right, there we go. Hey, ask him about his suit choices this week. (laughs) I told that Seth Rollins story. (laughs) People may or may not know I do have a kind of sort of history with Seth Rollins. A good history, nothing bad. Did you press send? Yeah, I posted it. That's so funny. Yes. uh, I didn't give like a time or anything. We'll just see if he, you know, responds. (laughs) They're going to start getting DMs for, or, or text messages from people being like, yeah. what the hell is this? Yeah. Eh, what can you do? Uh, All right. More, more Sean exclusive guys coming at you. Um, so with Raw going potentially elsewhere, you mentioned Peacock. My feeling with Peacock is, or, is that they're already in that NBCU bubble and they just shout out a lot for SmackDown. NBCU would make the most sense in terms of like the background of wwe like the history with wwe uh to to do a, a an experiment like this but they already know how much this brand can be worth and how much more wwe would need to take it exclusively streaming and i don't know if those numbers match up for wwe as much because then you know you've got nbc could just be like mm, we know the truth whereas wwe could go to amazon and be like we have the truth and that's good enough. And Amazon is like, Oh, put us on prime. That'll put us over the top. Does Peacock really need more anchoring shows? I don't use Peacock to watch network stuff because again, I'm a Canadian, so I don't watch stuff on Peacock, but like, I remember when it launched the office was the big, you know, the big reason to watch it. I think it's gone. Hasn't it? It's moved off of Peacock or is it still there? Pretty sure it's still there. Okay. Yeah. So it's still moving off of Netflix. That was the big thing. It was moving off of Netflix. So going to Peacock. So if that's the case and and they need an anchor show and it's, they want to get into more live content, then sure. Raw would work. Would they move the night? Sure. You could do that too. Um, It just comes down to what WWE wants to do with raw because 
Nick Khan has said multiple times, like, we don't care what day it's on. Basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But like he said, it can go anywhere, and that could, and that's good enough for us. And then I saw Mike Straw was in the chat, and he made a really good point. The you know, biggest problem with Prime or any streaming service is that the U.S. internet infrastructure is so damn poor. Many can't, many still can't access. That's a good point. Cable TV is still, you know, it's king. At, or not, like not cable TV, but TV can still be king when you're trying to reach, you know, as many people as you can in as good a quality as you can. And WWE clearly wants to put in the the most quality to their production. And as a result, you need to be on TV for that. So people, what was that? Get your HDMI cables. People in the chat. And this is also mentioned on the select report. And I'll bring up the select report. uh, So I can make sure all the wording is correct. Uh, Where's it at from? It's from yesterday. Okay. Um, Okay, here we go. USA Network, where NXT had resided, is expected to make a play for the NBA media rights. Regardless of where those lands, it will likely affect wrestling as it'll affect uh, available budget within USA and TNT, TBS, Warner Brothers, Discovery. Um, Yeah, WWE is still speaking to multiple suitors with Raw. There have been some reports. I don't think there was anything. I don't remember um, who put this out there and I apologize uh, with it, but you know, USA yeah, is expected to, to go after NBA. If they get NBA, that's obviously gonna, it's going to change things of where they're going to land in the uh, wrestling space. And if Warner brothers gets NBA, that's probably going to change where, where they land as well. And right now Warner brothers has NBA, like they're doing the big max launch. Uh, it's already started, but you know, you can watch the sports on max and everything. And so I think they're going to make a pretty big play for uh, NBA to keep that going. If they don't get the NBA, you would imagine they're willing to spend more on wrestling. They got a good relationship with AEW. AEW's always spoken highly of them. They've always spoken highly of AEW, but I've seen people, you know, put out there. And I think it was like variety or one of these, you know, bigger publications put out there that, WWE is a possibility with Warner Brothers. You know, Caden's in the chat saying, I'm guessing TBS, TNT for WWE, which I wouldn't fully rule it out just because um, just because AEW is there right now because all the rights are coming up around the same time. So there is a very big possibility. The NBA is the biggest domino to fall, everybody. Like that's what it's going. That's the biggest thing to fall is the NBA because the NBA is a bigger rights platform than, than wrestling just is it's going to bring in more money. It's going to, it's more visibility. It's also going to cost you a lot more to get all of that. And so if they, whoever gets NBA, whoever loses out on NBA will probably be looking more at wrestling and then they'll budget whatever they have for it. So I don't know if raw is going to be settled until the NBA gets settled honestly and i don't know when that's going to be that could be another few months now and then once that gets settled then raw like raw's fine until october 2024 that's when the the usa deal ends if, if, if they don't have a deal in place by september then we should probably panic about stuff until then raw is gonna raw is gonna be okay and you know, will get will they get the increase that they're looking to get? Don't know. Yeah, lots going to depend on where where the NBA falls because that's the the big ticket out there right now. 
And if worse comes to worse, WWE could just buy a network and put their shows on there, along with reruns of Sammy Hagar concerts and <laughs> other various <laughs> content. They'll, they'll go like they're not going to be hurting for a deal, right? It's not, it might not be, Hey, this big rights increase that they were looking to get, but it's not like no one's going to be like, yeah, we don't want this show. Someone's going to pay for Monday night raw. Someone out there will pay for it, you know, and someone will pay more than they're, they're getting now. It might only be a 10% increase, but someone will pay more than, than what they're getting now. Again, the, the whole thing is, their value, what they perceive they should get, and then what the the market perceives they should get. They got a 70% increase for NXT, which obviously is is good. They got 40% for SmackDown, but they lost a little bit of visibility because they're going from Fox to USA. You know, will they take more of the profit? And we've talked about this before. If Amazon Prime is willing to give them a 50% increase, do they look at that and like, hey, this is a better deal than remaining on USA where maybe they only get a 20% increase? Do they take the more of the money up front, but you're possibly losing visibility being on Prime compared to cable? Like it, it just depends on what they want. Yeah, I think the NBA is gonna affect a lot of this. It's gonna affect how much they're willing to spend on these other these other profits. Um, I've always believed that AEW will remain with Warner brothers just because that relationship seems strong. But I also think Tony and AEW would be a little foolish not to see what else is out there. Like that's just, that's just business, right? You can have a good relationship with, with these companies, these brands and everything, but like you at least want to see if there's other offers out there and see what they're willing to offer and then bring that back and be like, Hey, and maybe, you know, Tony said loyalty, 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 Kendrick Lamar. Um, like, maybe he he does value that and he's like yeah you know what we'll take the 10 percent increase that warner brothers is giving us instead of a 20 percent increase that usa might give us just because of loyalty like that that's very possible but you still got to see what's out there raw on cbs let's go do a prices right tie-in oh my god that'd be great actually that would be great wwe hall of famer drew carey they got Paramount. CBS does have Paramount. They could stream on Paramount. You know, they stream football games on Paramount. So it's not impossible that that comes to fruition. Yeah, exactly. I'd be all for it. But uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward. Uh, but I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing where Raw lands. But I agree with you. It's going to come down to NBA rights. It just is. Uh, and for me, the the interest is more in how much money they're going to get for it. Because that's that's going to create some opportunities for uh for some people and for some things see i don't care about how much money they get because like they're gonna do what they do with the money anyway and unfortunately it's not always like give that to the wrestlers no, so, you, you give it to a saudi prince and then you go have another show actually yeah. i guess the saudi prince gives it to you and then that's how that goes yeah anyway. so, i mean it, you know if they if they get good money off of it, I, they're gonna get an increase regardless it's just a matter of how much and from who they end up getting from i care i i care more in in the case here because i don't know what it is of where of where they're going to end up and do they move nights that's the most intriguing thing to me is you know ari nick Khan both kind of saying like we're flexible with the schedule and so is it possible that any of this stuff 
moves nights. And it's not like we haven't seen Raw has certainly been on Monday for decades now. SmackDown's been on every night of the week, I feel like, except Mondays. Otherwise, they've been on just about every night. NXT was on Wednesday. Now it's Tuesday. Could that move? Could a, a move from one of these shows mitigate a move for Dynamite or Collision? Like, does that change? I know, like, you know, Jimmy, uh, after the Collision rating came out yesterday, he was like, oh, the night's not good. Like, you got to move nights and everything. I don't know if that is the case, but, like, I understand where Jimmy is kind of coming from. But it's like, okay, where are you moving it to? There's even more data, by the way, that I think some people are looking past. And that's the fact that they were they were on after another ple yes it was earlier in the day but some people are just like one and done i'm wrestled out i'm gonna go enjoy the rest of my day and i'm not gonna go think about wrestling until maybe i'll dvr watch it later or catch it whatever uh but yeah i think some people because and and by the way like if you look back at the numbers from collision after money in the bank which was another afternoon into the evening ple same thing every time there's a there's a ple for wwe on the same night as a collision the number drops and there's there's a reason for that we talked about you know the nxt and aw dynamite numbers on the same night it it wasn't about who was going to win the night it was again the same 1.5 million people watching wrestling because that's what it comes down to it all adds up to about the same amount of people so uh that's again something that we think about i am interested so i was thinking about this yesterday after the collision ratings came out like Right, the numbers are the numbers. They're obviously against um, against uh, apparently MLW just released a bunch of people. Actually, I got to check in on what happened here. Um, I saw that Arez asked for his. Yeah, apparently they re- like actually released people. Um, I'm looking at the MLW tweet. MLW notified AA in May that both Arez and Aramis were released from their MLW contracts as AA is a co-signee on both contracts. AA confirmed they would relay this to the talent at the time. Evidently, they did not. We wish Aramis and Arez the best for the future. So apparently, they got released in May, and I don't know. Didn't you know, like, yeah. Who who knows? Uh, what? Aren't hold on? Isn't MLW about to enter a deal with CMLL as a partnership, or did they add? Tri- or is it AAA? No, I think it is. I, I no, isn't it AAA? Yeah, no, it's no, MLW, it's, New it's Japan. Japan. It is CMLL. So all these AAA yeah. guys were just like, we're like, they're they probably said get them out of there if they're going to do a deal with CMLL. Yeah. So it just sounds like somebody dropped the ball. MLW saying on the AAA side, but like, who knows? Yeah. Now you can, now I'm going to get a DM being like, do you listen to my podcast? And then it's game over from here. <laughs> Uh, as far as like the, the collision stuff, like Saturdays, they're always going to be up against college football during the college football season. They're going to start being up against the NBA um in february i believe when maybe even as early as january because when college football ends uh nba has a primetime saturday night game so that's something that people can look forward to debating and discussing when the nba does their primetime saturday night games you know once in, in nba's out of season which isn't until june if you're talking playoffs uh then collision will have a little bit of free time unto itself but yeah, the, the big factor is WWE, right? Anytime there's a WWE NXT premium live event, that's what cuts into it, whether it's day of uh, or immediate or head to head with it. So here's what I was thinking. When does WWE decide they are going to, and they've done this before, mind you, Kenny Omega's infamous, oh, you're running against a charity show. 
tweet. When does WWE decide that they're going to run just any old thing on Saturday, whether it be Saturday afternoon, Saturday night? When do they decide, hey, Saturday night's main event, live event, streaming live on Peacock? It's happening. It's going to happen. It's been announced that it's going to happen. That's part of the new deal with USA, right? That they're going to that's do only four quarterly, that's four quarterly specials. But the point is, this is something that that they're going to run up against, and the numbers are going to be absurdly one sided because they will more than likely air on NBC. So these are going to well, be well, they are airing on they NBC. are they, you're right. Oh yeah, it was in the press yes. release. Yeah, so they're going to air on NBC, and as a result, yeah, it's going to go up against Collision, and then AEW is going to have to decide if that's. I don't think that that's going to do anything. In terms, of, I, I think Tony's going to be like, oh, God, not this again. But they're not going to punt. They're just going to do their show. And they're going to hope they'll catch the replay or catch whatever they find on socials. And hopefully they tie it together by the time Dynamite comes around that Wednesday. That's all. That's basically how I feel about it. They're going to be annoyed by it. But there's not much they can do about it. Well, this is where the discussion of uh, can you get it on a different day? Can you do a Thursday show? You know, if if SmackDown moves to a Thursday, can you move Collision to Saturday? Or can you move Collision to Friday, sorry, and move Rampage to Saturday at 10 o'clock? Yeah, you mentioned that next year, um, you mentioned that next year there's going to be four of the NBC specials. Like, sure. Um, Why do viewers should drop to like 32 and then jump back up to 81? What happened? Probably Uh, your internet. That great Ohio internet. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it was weird. 50 people just decided, eh, I'm not, not for that. And then they all just decided, eh, actually. They, they got the MLW news and then they dipped to Yeah, it right back. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, so that's four times a year. Sure. But I'm saying, like, before that, because that's not until next year. That's not until next October. Before that, did they decide of, hey, we're going to... We're, we're going to run whatever it might be on Peacock. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's something to think about because they they get the data like anybody else. And they get the, the data that when they run shows, when they run premium live events, collision viewership drops. Could you repeat the last part again? Day. okay is my internet not good no 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 you're perfectly fine i'm just trying to i was trying to think my point through and then i dropped it for a second so i'm asking you okay. to record it yeah repeat it again okay WWE gets the data that when they run their premium live events collision viewership drops so do they decide hey we can run any old thing spruce it up with a main roster talent or two and then we can affect collision in this way. We can run NXT level up on a Saturday afternoon. NXT level up featuring Seth Rollins defending the WWE World Heavyweight Championship against Braun Breaker. Shot and then just Saturday night. <laughs> go on. Like that that's it. Like, you know, d- do they decide to do that? No. I I don't put it past them. I I don't, but I don't think that they have a reason to put those trucks on the road and put those people out there unless you're and again isn't it, it just you're just running it you're just running performance center shit like and again well that's then you got to fill the performance center there's still a logistics team that goes into this like is it worth doing it just to stick it to 
AEW on a Saturday night. I know, I know. Some people will say yes, and some people will say like, mm, there in there is data there that makes sense for WWE to be like, yeah, listen, we run a PLE and and the collision numbers drop. That that should be enough though, but that shouldn't be enough for them to be like, let's do it every week because that they're going to create a a war that they don't need to create. That's really what it is. Why? Because that all you're going to do is is cause that David and Goliath tribalism bullshit again. And now you're going to be forcing to, and, and, and again, if you, if you are, I'm, I'm speaking solely from like the WWE, if we're, if I'm in the boardroom type of conversation, this isn't how I really would feel. If I'm, I wouldn't start that war because now I'm poking the bear. And when the bear gets poked, the bear might start booking stronger shows. And then I have to really, you know, I have to keep up with the bear or the bears keep up with me. Is the competition worth the bears suck. The bears do suck, but yeah, exactly. Well, you put a bunch of cocaine in the bear, and then suddenly the bears are a lot more entertaining. The point is, and that's not a that's not a that's not a reference. That was a or does or does it or is is there burnout? Does it lead to burnout? It because could. yeah, this is but this is why I would be like, don't don't do it, don't do it. I don't think you're gonna burn out AEW. I think you're gonna no. I think you're gonna you're gonna potentially create more more competition and more rah-rah, which is fine to a certain degree. But the point is on all this is, do you want to poke the bear? Is it worth poking the bear? Are they poking the bear? I think they are. If they're trying they're to the bear, they, they're, they see themselves as you're the right. Bear. But does the bear want to poke David? Great. Now it's David and the bear. It's no longer David and Goliath. I think the bear does they're the bear, <laughs> the bear. Good. The bear is bad. <laughs> that is the point the bear is good by the way. yes fantastic show yes yeah. but the <laughs> the idea here is that i don't see the reason for wwe to do it because at least on a regular basis because they're about to be doing it you know definitely once a month and then starting next year an, an additional four times per year so that's good enough. At least in my eyes, that would be good enough. If WWE was okay, if they really, 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 really wanted to like shit kick AEW, then they would do it. But I don't see a reason why you'd want to go weekly because they already made their point. Like WWE already made their point. Again, numbers non-specific. The the WWE line is that AEW is only as good as NXT. It is not as good as our main roster. And the week that we beat them on that Tuesday, we brought most of our main roster down for it. I'm, I'm with you that they won't do it, most likely. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, that they won't do it. Because if you look at it now, NXT runs roughly every five to six weeks. Premium live events, right? Like they're running premium live events every about five to five to six weeks. You're running your monthly specials uh with main roster stuff and then yeah beginning next october you're tacking on four more to that so roughly out of any given month you're already running two two saturdays out of that maybe three on some months beginning next year so you're already cutting into them enough again so to be are they like yeah we're happy with that or they look for other means. It might even be illegit. I look. I don't know logistics of all this. I know like their their house show stuff. They tape a lot of that stuff anyway. How difficult is it to 
just stream it. They, 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 this is the thing though. Go back and watch what Impact did for their UK tour. That's how it looks when you film a house show and you add some lighting and little, you know, things here and there. And when WWE, when they, when they tape their house shows, it's mostly for insurance purposes. Yeah. They're, and they have to then bring in a full crew, do a full lighting rig. Like there would be enhancements made for them to do it. Um, there are, there are certain people, myself included, that would be like, yeah, sure. Show me one camera house show footage. I'll watch that for however many hours because wrestling, um, throw some Michael Cole, you know, on a bender at 3am commentary on it and we're going to have a good time. But instead that's not what they're going to do. And I don't think they want to start putting in the means to do production. Cause then you got to bring in the trucks. You got to bring in all of the, all of the people that make the television show happen. Suddenly they have to start coming to TV or sorry, coming to house shows. And I don't think that is something that is worthwhile in the long run for WWE. Okay, so maybe it's not that. This goes back to another point I kind of sort of made when it came to Evolve of what if you get indie show number one and that's already streaming on Fight, but now you got a partnership with them and you just you stream it on the Peacock if, if possible. And it's like, hey, here's Seth Rollins coming to this indie show. And you just stream it there. You partner up with some company, some indie promotion, because they're out there. And I know maybe some of them won't. There are some that will. And they're like, yeah, sure. We'd love to have this kind of partnership with WWE. Yeah, sure. Saturday night, we'd love to have Seth come down. We, we'd love to have Drew come here. And then you get a bump off of that. And then people are just watching that. And, and it just cuts into collision. Okay, but only if Joey Janela is involved. I would be fantastic if uh, they partner with GCW. Could you imagine a WWE? Brett Lauderdale loves the joke about that. Could you imagine a GCW uh, WWE partnership that would rule GCW on Peacock? Did you have to cover the the 10th anniversary Evolve show when it ran against uh, AEW? Uh, No, my grandmother was passing away. Oh, sorry. Uh, I picked the best possible example. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) I actually, I didn't watch like either of those shows live. So no, I did not cover that stuff. Either way. My point really was that it's happened. It evolve had to put a lot into, well, WWE helped evolve, put a lot into that show and make it more presentable for the streaming that they were going to do for it. And, uh, and that's something that, that WWE would have to do. Who would do that? I don't know who they would partner with. There's nobody out there that makes perfect sense. There's nobody big enough on the independents that would be willing to do it. Uh, that would make sense, unless unless Wrestling Revolver and Sammy suddenly oh, want to do some work. That would rule. That would rule if uh, Revolver. And that's the thing. Like AEW's cultivated a good relationship with a lot of these indies to where, hey, maybe they don't want to to step on that. But like WWE comes offering, you never know. Yeah, of you course. Never know. Money, money will change a lot of minds. I, I've been having different conversations with different uh, promotion owners just about like how they put together their shows and like the, the budgeting and things like that. And yeah, they, it's it's shoestring for a lot of them. So I, I respect the uh, I respect the hustle. I really do. I hope that a lot more get a lot more money because they deserve it to do this job. It's tough. Anyway, uh, but. Yeah, okay, you, you look like you were at them. The last thing I want to add before we move on is actually going back to the, the CW NXT thing. 
someone in the in the uh, comments on Fightful Select actually said, "Was the NWA a standby if NXT had fallen through?" And I think that's a really good point to think about. Is maybe the the news about it, about uh, excuse me NWA showing up on a, on CW that was kind of just the fallback plan. Then Billy should have not said anything. <laughs> kept his damn mouth shut. <laughs> You go to hell, Osman. You go to hell. Hell. He should have not said we've signed two deals. I think that's kind of not great business. If I look, I'm this is all way above my pay grade. But if you've actually signed the deals, though, and then it's like, yeah, we've signed it, but only on this condition. I don't know if things can work like that. Maybe Billy said they were signed. Like he said they were signed, and maybe Billy misspoke. Maybe Billy misunderstood, and he just tried to hype it what he was going to hype it as like it's it's possible uh it's very possible as a standby but i think pwi said that like they were negotiating with uh championship wrestling Ale- uh not alex marvez um what what's his name david marquez david marquez yeah, yeah david marquez's promotion which used to have kind of ties with the nwa yeah, i think that's what PWI wrestling network yeah so I think that's what PWI said is that they were talking with championship wrestling and not NWA. Uh, I feel like some signals and just a lot of stuff got crossed or d- needed to be waited on. And then people spoke when maybe they shouldn't have spoken and did cocaine to celebrate when they shouldn't have done cocaine to celebrate. That's why you don't give the father, you give him karaoke, not cocaine. He's good at karaoke. He is. Yeah. He's Many really stories good have been told about his experiences doing karaoke. Do you think Jim Mitchell will come on our show? I'd love to have him. Over the last week, if he's watched any of our shows, no. If he wants to have never watched any of our programming and wants to join us, absolutely. <laughs> Why wouldn't he have over the last week? I've done nothing but celebrate NWA for the last week. I, I was the flag bearing for NWA and then they screwed it all up. Here comes Big Bad WWE, the bully, the bear. They just ruined my my National Wrestling Alliance, my NWA on CW. I'm not I'm not happy with WWE. WrestleVote's saying that on the heels of the CW announcement, they're told discussions have taken place about the stand and deliver pay-per-view PLE scheduled for WrestleMania weekend and the discussion of the placement of the show. Sources state their support for the show to quote open the weekend and be held on thursday night at wells fargo it's uh they say i was told while it makes sense to some it's not ideal for others quote unquote and then we'll see how it turns out so there you go talk about that ple being a thursday night so you got nxt on thursday smackdown on friday and then two nights of WrestleMania indie shows are going to be really hurting. If that's the case collective is, I mean, this is, and this is the, we're going to, I know we're going to talk about this come April and, and March. This is always the toughest part about mania weekend is that for, I think for so long, WWE was like just cool with WrestleMania being the featured attraction for their time in the city. Now that there are site fees, now that there's, there are people coming in now it's WWE's, trying their best to make wherever they are for that week, WWE town. They want you to be at every WWE event. They don't want you to go to the collective. They don't want you to go to the indie dates. They just want you at those WWE specific shows. And that's, it's tough, man. There aren't a lot of people who come in for WrestleMania 
and then the indies. A lot of them are coming in for WrestleMania and all the other WWE programming that's around. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say WrestleMania and the indies. Like the majority of people that travel to these destinations are going there for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Like most of these people, like the indies run that weekend because there are so many wrestling fans there. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's going to be. 80,000 wrestling fans at one spot. Yeah, let me try to get some publicity out of this. And by the way, I don't think it's diabolic at all, but diabolical at all. None of us can talk on Wednesday mornings or Friday mornings or Monday mornings, but I don't think it's diabolical. I think that's just the business. That's that is business period. You are the town running the shows. You and there are other shows that are kind of attaching on to you. And I understand that people are going to have their favorites. That's fine. But like, anyone would do this the same way because this is the this is the big top comes to town you're going to see the big top you don't want to let other people go see the other shows when they're there for the big top that's just kind of where it is it's their marquee event it is smart business to have you come to as many events that they're running as humanly possible and get as much money and as much output for the input that you possibly can yeah i mean it's their weekend. I know like the, the, the AEW or not AEW, AEW doesn't run on those shows. ROH does now. Um, but the, the indie shows are there because WWE is there. Like that's what it comes down to. It, it, if WWE is not there, you don't get the collective. You don't get all of these, uh, other shows. I guess that frees up Saturday afternoon. Now, if anybody wants to run there until WWE throws something, on that Hall of Fame ceremony Saturday afternoon. I was going to um, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hillbilly Jim's going to approach the dais and he's not going to talk <laughs> until those jets fly over and they're singing America the Beautiful. Hey, look, it, if anything, like. By the I, way, I, sorry, chat. It is just business. Stop trying to make wrestling a personal thing. It is just business. You're going to go. You're paying your money to go to the shows. You're showing up to these shows. You're supporting the business. You are giving your money. You're supporting the business. You buy merch. You're supporting business. That's just the way it's going to be. Business is all about being the best. It's not about sharing and being friends. There's an aspect of that, but it's not the overall encompassing reason for business. The sooner you you remind yourself of that, the sooner you stop you know, wanting billionaires to succeed. It's also not just like WWE business. Like there are about 5 million independent shows that run during that weekend. And some of them overlap as well. Are we going to get mad at, at those as well? Like, Oh, how can GCW run when freelance is running this one? Because freelance, like IWTV and, and GCW stuff like IWTV has their own little gimmick that they do, which runs kind of against the collective a lot of times most of the time there's like two shows going on at once during these weekends like they're it's all gonna overlap with each other so if you're gonna i understand it's easy to get mad at wwe for this but wasn't the, this was the complaint with the, these indie shows this past year is there's too many indie shows running and it just all feels like dream match stuff of like cool here's a big dream match here's a big dream match well but like everybody gets burnt out on this stuff so that's that's what it is. Yeah, like the indies guys get a ton of exposure money on those weekends. Like that's for a lot of those guys, that's their biggest weekend. And that weekend doesn't exist without WWE. It's just 
that's that's the way it is. If, if you want the, maybe the indies should get together and maybe the indies should get together and decide, hey, we're gonna do our own big independent weekend, and that isn't attached to WWE, that isn't attached to AEW, and this is going to be our weekend, and we're gonna just put out you know three days worth of content. It worse, you know. I'll, I'll go ahead and tease this a little bit because I trust this person. Oh. Famous last words. What? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll tease this a little bit. We got uh, a top independent name uh, scheduled to join the show on Friday, okay? And I'm talking very top, who makes money, who has, does very well for himself on the independent scene. And, and, uh, and, and let's be honest, a name that people will know and people yes. people do know. Yes, big part of the collective. On top of this, I I, I feel like everybody understands, uh, you know, who I'm talking about at this point. If you don't, you'll hopefully find out on Friday. Makes money on the collective. Big part of the collective. Big part of the independent scene. We'll we'll ask them about this stuff. Of like, you know, have the independents ever thought of just doing their own day attached from WrestleMania? Do you agree with like WWE trying to run this? So you gotta run your other. You got to run against all of this stuff because here's the thing. The collective does run. They did like an October collective one time, but I think those are like a September that was attached to the AEW, wasn't it? Or no, that was also because of a, the COVID stuff. It was post COVID or just yeah. as restrictions were being lifted. I think that was 2021. Yeah. 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 That, that was because of COVID. I feel like they, they've tried to do, um, they've, they've tried to do, stuff away from um yeah they do a collective for for all out yeah they they do some big thing but again they usually attach themselves to this because they know wrestling fans are there so it just makes sense for them to do it that way that's why it makes sense for them to run all the stuff during wwe and it makes sense for wwe to schedule their stuff how they want to schedule their stuff to try to give the best for their fans instead of hey yeah saturday you got to do nxt and then come to wrestlemania it Honestly, it makes better sense for WWE of like, hey, Thursday, if you can, if you're here, come to NXT. So, I don't have an issue with any of it. it I gotta cover all the shit anyway. I was gonna say, I, my TNA show that week just got blown sky high. If that's the way it goes, but yeah, you know we'll yeah, that's that's true. Like it, it does. I understand from a fan perspective. Like it's a lot to watch. It's a lot to keep up with. Like I get it. I completely get it. And like, you know, especially if you're there, it's like, oh, I got to go here. I got to go there. Do I want to see this show? Oh, I don't want to miss this show. But like, again, multiple, it's not just WWE running these shows. Like a bunch of indie shows run at the same time. So you got to pick and choose. So, so I see Jeff Alley Driver in the chat. I, again, we can't talk on Wednesdays, on Mondays and Fridays. And he's saying no one's forcing you to go to eight shows in one day. If you get burnt out, that's kind of on you. And this is a long standing like, pro wrestling conversation that I tell people all the time. It's like, you don't need to watch everything on WWE, everything on AEW, everything on ring of honor. You don't need to watch TNA. You don't need to watch impact or impact is TNA, but you don't need to watch it. Like you don't need to watch every televised wrestling event. You can take a break. You can pick and choose. And when you get burnt out, I know it's a little different for people who cover the business. It's different. It is a little different for us. And that's the problem with the content creators is that we we uh we don't force ourselves but like our our general outlook is that we are trying to be as well versed on the topics as we can 
we get as much as we can. But when you burn yourself out, you're not a fan anymore. You're just kind of doing yourself a disservice. And I see it, you know, some people say I need to take a step back. That's fine. Take a step back. But I would even argue that find the shows you're not enjoying, step back. If you don't enjoy what WWE is doing, the best part about WWE, and Steven Jensen has said this multiple times because he's one of these people, is that you can step right in in the middle of a PLE cycle and you'll know what's going on because their video packages will catch you right up. You could have ignored everything. <laughs> That's Jensen, though. Jensen fucking rules. We So here's a spoiler for people. We got uh, Muscle Man Malcolm in the creator's spotlight tomorrow. Malcolm's a great dude. Yes. Malcolm, people who don't know Malcolm, big Omos fan. Big Omos fan. Big Omos sapien. And Jensen just asked him, he's like, what's Omos doing on WWE now? Is, is he doing okay? Like Jensen has not watched this shit. It's, he had no idea what Omos was doing. <laughs> if it ain't cody if it ain't cody jensen has no idea what's going on in the wwe universe maybe logan now but like yeah jensen's just like hey doing okay omas seems cool big dude how's he doing yeah he ain't been on tv since like the night after mania when vince forced him to wrestle when he didn't think he was going to (laughs) that's so funny oh poor omas he's so big he just didn't he just get married like a few months ago Sure. I don't know. I just remember everyone was in awe because, like, he's so tall, and I think his partner is like not just as tall, but like also a very tall person. Uh, may have been a basketball player or something like that, or a volleyball Uh, player. Regardless, another athlete, and I was just like, good looking couple, very good looking people. But uh, yeah, that was (laughs) poor, poor Malcolm. (laughs) Malcolm buried a bunch of people yesterday, or um, it'll air tomorrow. But buried, buried Sean, buried LJ. Buried Samira, Chris Van Vliet, John Alba. Buried all of them. Fantastic. Love God them. bless. Did anyone yeah. remind him of the time he was supposed to do a post show for us and he was really, really, really late because he had to run across campus at the time to get back to his computer? I didn't know that story. I would have mentioned it, but I, I didn't know it. I think it was it was a, maybe a Money in the Bank. If, mm-hmm. if you go back on Fightful, like there is a, there's a show that, that Malcolm was doing a review of with Sean. And he was just super late. And I'll never forget, like, there was a group chat being like, can someone be on standby just in case this guy doesn't show up? And it just turned out that, like, he was watching it with a bunch of friends and he had to, like, book it across campus to get back in time. <laughs> Amazing. That's, that was, like, my first introduction to Malcolm. And I was just, at the time, I was like, well, that's not very professional. And then I was like, then again, he's on campus. He's very clearly a student. He's like... He messed up and he's fine. He does really great work. I got to put him over. So go check he's that fantastic. movie out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm's great. Uh, good stuff. War games. War games. Got that face paint. They're going to do that that fall brawl war games effect. Dusty in the war paint. Oh. Sun is in the war paint. They're Cody gonna- is a million percent showing up in the face paint oh, and yeah. shit. Oh, like, yeah. Kids he- are going to be Look. painting their faces too. Yeah. I... I- we talked about it on this show when it looked like they were setting up war games, but like they hadn't announced war game. Like they just announced that war games was an official thing on Saturday. And then they made the match official on Monday, but it was pretty clear. They were setting up. <laughs> it was pretty clear. They were setting up like a war games match. And I said it on this show. I was like, Cody is pushing for this shit because he didn't get to do it last year. He never got to do it in AEW. This was like, there's that, 
there's that BTE clip. I'm pretty sure it's BTE uh, of the before the first blood and guts when like the cage is there and Cody's like on top of the cage and like seeing how it feels and he's like you can tell he just wants to be part of this match so bad because he was supposed to be part of the original blood and guts and then the pandemic happened that screwed it all up and then they had to, to pivot to not the elite being in that match um but like he would he wants to be part of war games so bad and he couldn't do it and so this year it looked like it was setting up and i'm like look they haven't officially announced this even when they announced survivor series in july it was not part of the the press release thing like nah, cody's pushing for this he's it's he he's so excited to get on that poster you know it bless him good on cody he got way he got this match he is going to make sure this match is a hit he's going to certainly make sure he's remembered in this match he's going to have the face paint he's going to make sure sammy has the face paint and jay has the face paint and seth has the face paint like yeah he's going to bleed he's going to bleed if he can like he's going to do it he Big stalker vibes, though. Shout out Barry Windham. Big stalker vibes with that face paint. So we've got right now, it's a four on four. We're expecting there's going to be a third or fifth man on e- either side. I don't know. You don't? I think this is it. No. Do you? Okay. I mean, you think Drew? I think Drew in some way. Yeah, I think Drew and, and Randy get into it in, in some way. I think maybe <laughs> Drew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You okay. can do a double turn as well. You can have Drew come in and join team Seth, Cody, Jay, and Sammy, and then have Randy join with the judgment day. Just come in as a, come in as a heel, or you can actually the other way around, you know, basically a whose side is they are, are they on type of thing. Go ahead. Fake Drew McIntyre. We have the judgment day recruiting Drew McIntyre. We get fake Drew McIntyre and all the baby faces like, how could you do this, Drew? How could you do this? And then Drew comes out during war games and he Claymore kicks everybody's like, I told you not to doubt me. I told you this is on you. And then the judgment day still wins. It's fake sting all over again, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Who could be fake Drew McIntyre? Kane. <laughs> Who on the active roster could be fake Drew McIntyre? Gallows. <laughs> Who has hair and could be fake Drew McIntyre? Oh my God, it's Cameron Grimes. <laughs> He's just short. <laughs> <That's a> grow. <laughs> He's just short. <laughs> It'd be amazing if they tried to dab it as Cameron Grimes. It's, it's, it's Drew. It's Drew. It's like, what did Drew shrink? What happens here? Like, don't worry, guys. It's Drew. It's actually Drew. Um, Who, who's a braun they they brought back snitsky in the weeds guest snitsky was backstage doing a segment with chelsea green taking <laughs> photos with natty having the time of his yeah. life can snitsky do a uh scott i said british and can snitsky do a scottish accent <laughs> no but that's what makes it funny it ain't my fault <laughs> <laughs> Elias, yeah, Elias, Elias. perfect, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, they brought back Heath once upon a time during the pandemic after they fired him. Give him, you know, gave him a, a bag and said, "Hey, go, go talk to your pal Drew. You could do that. Who else could do it?" Uh, I'm looking. I'm just looking at the roster up and down. I don't think anybody can like replicate Drew McIntyre. You don't have to look at the active roster. You got to look outside. Yeah, of I know. You look at the actually. If you, one of the Coffee Brothers could do it. Joe or Mark? Uh, okay, maybe. Be big enough. Zion Quinn, if you put a wig on him. Mm. He's big. 
Nah, you gotta look outside. You gotta look outside of uh, WWE. Because if it's a WWE person, people are gonna be like, hey, wait, that's, I mean, look, people are gonna know regardless. But, you know, you gotta go outside of WWE and to, to get the fake Drew McIntyre. Screw McIntyre. Lance Archer. Lance Archer, there that's you go. Great. Is he wrestling tonight? Yeah. He's, wrestling. he's probably wrestling. He's, he's back in the fold. Uh, I don't actually think he's wrestling tonight. I know no, he's I think he is. It, he's on next collision because they're doing the eight man tag. Right. Which right. is another conversation. That's a six that. man. It's a six man. It's a six man. I thought it was an eight man. Yeah, it's righteous and it's righteous and Lance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Darby and Sting take on the outrunners tonight. We'll do the, we'll do the okay. rundown soon enough. Um, but yeah, so war games is back. I do think that they'll bring back, uh, I think they'll do a fifth man. It'll be Randy and drew. And maybe this is the, maybe the drew turn happens going into war games. Or maybe there's a double term coming out of it. Maybe Randy is, I don't know. I feel like Randy coming back is just, it's a baby face thing. It feels like he's coming in as a baby. Yeah, face. I think Randy's coming in as a baby face as well. And then he turns on his team and doesn't join Judgment Day, but he goes after Seth Rollins. And you can do Seth and okay. Randy going into the Rumble season. So Drew, okay, so Drew joins with Judgment Day. He's part of the Judgment Day team. That's the problem is that he could say yes. And maybe because again, we're talking double turn. Yeah. Drew just comes back and says, forget this team goes after Randy after he turns on, on Seth. So basically nothing comes out of this. What is Hall? What are you doing here? Okay. So here's, so here's the big problem. You bring in Seth, Seth. Sorry, not sorry. I'm looking at names. You bring in Randy. Randy will get cheered automatically. Legacy yes. Pop, he's been off TV for a while. People are looking forward to seeing him. The hype is there. He's going to get cheered. you got to put him on the babyface team. Okay. Drew's got to do something to solidify him as picking a side. And he doesn't want to pick Drew's – sorry, Drew doesn't want to pick the Seth Rollins side because he's not happy that he lost you know, to Seth at Ground Jewel. Okay. And you had the Judgment Day approaching him multiple times and be like, Drew, grass is greener. So we've recruited him. Maybe that's when he says, all right, I'll do it. And then you have Randy turning on his team. That effectively kind of cancels him out. And then you can have potentially have Drew being like, no, forget it. I I don't want to be a part of this team. I don't like Judgment Day. This is garbage. And then rejoining or helping to solidify that he's a babyface by helping Seth and co beat the Judgment Day. Mm, I know. The, doing too much you gotta you, you gotta turn randy that's the thing you gotta you don't randy. have to i think you you're, do because you're making this a thing of like you gotta you don't have to turn randy randy is much more effective as a heel he just is and like i don't think anyone's going to fight me on that unless you pair him up with a pothead with problems he is more effective as a heel but you don't have to turn randy in this scenario like i i think i do like the effectiveness of a randy turn like on seth and costing the team in that way uh and then it drew i think drew can just exist but i think drew should also probably turn at this point i think drew's kind of done with the baby face stuff but i don't like him in judgment day i don't think that's a thing that needs to happen he wouldn't be in judgment day he'd just be joining that team because he's you know filling out the role or whatever okay so here's kind of i don't think drew needs to do any type of turn i think drew could just be part of judgment day and be part of the team randy does the turn and then drew wins with judgment day 
then next night on Raw, like Judgment Day is all happy. Of like we run Raw, blah, 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 type of thing. And Drew is just like, no, I'm not like part of this. I'm not a part of your system. Uh, like I I wanted to, to make my presence felt, but like I'm not part of your group type of thing. Like, and he's gonna I don't think there needs the to be like an effective turn. Yeah, right. yeah, I don't think he, he needs to be like an effective turn. Now, Randy's not back. We're, this is all speculating. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Randy. If he's going to be back for, I, I think it's going to be four on four, mind you. I think it's going to be four on four, but I, I like the, the thought of, of uh, Randy being for this and then Drew getting him involved. Because otherwise, I don't know where Drew, maybe he doesn't fit at Survivor Series. Maybe he just, maybe he chills for a while and who knows? I don't know what the contract situation is still. So, yeah, we'll see. The last you well last year's war games was five on five and then nxt has ran a bunch of four on four except for well, the first one the first nxt one was five on five and then that was afterwards it was a bunch of four on four so it, it comes and goes team champa was one two three four on four because it was always undisputed era uh yeah but since it's come back to main roster it's been five on five on both okay. men's and women's teams so the one year of evidence that you have. Chucky Ducky saying, uh, watching the intro. No, I don't remember the joke. He, uh, he had binary code on his, on his profile. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Joel has one year of evidence that this is a five on five match. Well, I mean, I also have like WCW evidence that it was a five on five match, but you know, You've also got WCW evidences four on four and three on three on three in the NWA back in the day before cocaine was actually on the screens. Yeah. So like it's, it can be whatever they want it to be. There's no, Hey, we've done it this way every single year. So we're going to do it. No, I I think I'm of the belief it's going to be four on four. And until I see otherwise, I'm going to go with that. We shall see, you know, again, there are people to add there that makes sense. I mean, Drew and Randy are the top two if Randy is healthy. That is the rumor, but we don't know that yet. We will see. There is a lot of lot of hoping that Randy is available for the Survivor Series. And if he is, I'd like to see him in War Games. War Games. And if he is, yeah, because he doesn't have to work too hard on that. He'd come in last to just run wild. Um, yeah, easy, yeah. easy. Now, this is the more interesting one. I think we're going to get a traditional five-on-five brand supremacy. uh, Not War Games. A traditional five-on-five Survivor Series match. Team Raw, Team SmackDown. And I I mentioned this while football was on, so I specifically tried to keep it away from the masses. Uh, The idea that you have Team Pierce and Team Aldis, and the winning team gets put into a potential fader fatal five or some sort of matchup. Maybe the, the members who survive are going to face off for number one contendership for the world championship. And this is where I was thinking, do you want to make it that if team raw wins, then they go for the number one contendership of Roman Reigns's title or if team SmackDown wins, they go after Seth's title or brand specific team raw wins. They go after Seth team SmackDown goes after Roman Reigns for number one contendership. You know, what I don't say? is this for war games? No, I'm saying the separate oh. team Aldis, team Pierce. It feels like they're going to do a five on five, five guys that are up and coming. You're going to try and find a, a world championship contender out of this. 
some stakes to a traditional five on five non war games, just the men's traditional survivor series match team, all this okay. team Pierce KOs on one team. Uh, again, I put out carrying cross cause they're supposed to be factoring him in, uh, just building team SmackDown and then build a team raw again, uh, some who are in the intercontinental championship division, trying to build them up into the world title division. You use some of those people and it's your mid card five on five. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I could, I can see that you get more people on the show. We have the little rivalry between Aldis and Pierce. This would be the time to do it. Survivor Series because brand supremacy, blah, blah, blah. Um, I actually kind of like that better on the women's side, not doing war games, though. Or if you are going to do war games, at least like because there's no real women's story for war games. Right. There's just not like EO keeps having damage control. Get involved in her matches, even though EO says don't get involved in my matches. Yeah, but there's only three in damage control. I mean, I guess you can do three. You can do Bianca, Charlotte, Shotzi against uh, EO, Bailey, Kyrie, Kyrie, and there's your War Games match. You but... could add Asuka if she's going to join one side or the other. There's another person. You could do at least four on four. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the only real story that you could you could throw in there. Um, Asuka would have to, unless she turns, obviously, because right now she's more on the, uh, she's against damage control. Dakota's obviously not going to be healthy, uh, so so she can't slot in there. I don't know if Bailey has any other friends. They, they seem to attack everybody. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what you what you do there. I do think that you can do an Aldis versus Pierce gimmick for that and if you want to throw war games uh, attach it to that just because equality uh you can can do that but i i do like the the idea of having a traditional survivor series match um whether it be the men's or the women and and having it do something with pierce and all this to kind of show the rivalry between raw and smackdown and it would be that one night where they, these guys all get along because they know that there's an opportunity for a world title match if you win. So it's like you put, let's say, I, I just threw together KO, Jimmy Uso, Karrion Cross, Rey Mysterio, Dragon Lee. You can even take out Jimmy Uso and replace him with like Bobby Lashley. So let's say it's those guys. Those five are all like, no, we hate each other, but we love the opportunity at facing a world champion. So let's just get through this. And and I think that would create some really fun, tense moments for the next couple of weeks leading into this team Pierce. I don't know who would be the Rata, the raw people. I don't Gargano Ciampa Kaiser. Uh, Bronson Reed, Bronson Reed and Chad Gable. Gable. Maybe. Oh, Ricochet. Hmm. They would do ricochet. They would. Chad Cable. Cable. Sammy. No, Sammy's in the thing, right? Yeah, Sammy's in Nakamura the thing. for sure. They would put in that one. Chad Cable. And I have Chad Cable. I have Reed, Ricochet, Gable, Nakamura, and I said Gargano and Champa. I don't want to do Gargano. I would do Ludwig Kaiser if anything. Those are the ones I would have. Yeah, you can do Raw vs SmackDown women five on five. I think it may, kind of makes more sense as a women's thing because like i think you're gonna get a more women on this show because right now you only have the Rhea and zoe stark match 
So what else are you getting on the women's side on this show? We're not getting a world title match on the show, seemingly. Neither. Neither Yeah. Seth is in war games uh, and Roman is chilling. So he deserves it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not getting a women's or uh, a world title match on this show. Oh, they could get bad bunny. The rule is Logan Logan on this show. They could build to Logan. They could do Logan and Ray too. I think the the idea was to have Logan on the show. You can do Logan and Santos in a in a U.S. title match as a grudge match. Are you going to turn Santos again, Joel? You just like turning people. Yeah, we're just going to turn every regular Vince Russo over here. Yeah, exactly, bro. We're just going to turn everybody, bro, until we get our point, bro, that everyone needs to turn, bro, 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 bro. Sorry, now now I'm doing DDP. Uh, the women's, I do think they're going to do war games for the women too. I, I, I don't know how they get there. I feel like they're going to find a way, but I, th- it'll be a little piecemeal, but I think they'll do it because the men on Raw have a War Games. The women on SmackDown have a War Games. It's basically like you're you're doing the the opposite so that you could get away with it. You know what I mean? Right. Now, yeah. And right now, like it's all Raw matches on Smack or on Survivor Series. Like yeah. there's three matches announced. They're all Raw matches. And you got so. the, the Intercontinental Championship matches, Miz and Gunter, right? So that's going to happen. That's at Survivor Series. And yeah, then that's the a Raw match. Yeah. And then the Women's Championship match is Rhea and Zoe Stark. That's another Raw match. So we have to assume that starting this week on SmackDown, they're going to start building to some sort of Survivor Series match, U.S. title match, and probably war games. I think this will be a, a you could do a five match card. If you're going to do two war games matches, potentially a traditional five on five and two title matches. Uh, what was survivor series last year? How many matches? Let me, let's see. Let's take a look. War games. 2022 was a five match card, five match card. Cause it had two yeah, war games. And it, so I don't, I don't it, think you're going to do a traditional five on five. If you're adding U.S. title in a women's war games. I think they're just going to stick it at five. They could. Because if you add another five on five match, that's a 30 minute match right there. 60 if you watch the 2016 Survivor Series. Yeah, they. I don't think they're they're doing all of that. I they they also they're... could not have a Logan Paul match, but I feel like they should. If they can get Logan, they should probably have Logan like uh, and I I don't know what his schedule is, but I imagine they want to use Logan as much as possible, especially now that he's a champion. From the interviews he gave after Saudi, he was basically like, yeah, I'm here for a bit. So the hope is that he is. I know he told a few. What's he going to say? Yeah, I won the title. and Well, he's a heel. He could get away with being like, yeah, I won, and I'm going to go on vacation, and I'll see you at the Rumble. He could have said that, and people would have reacted how they would have reacted. But at least here he can be like, yeah, I won the title, now I'm going to defend it because I got time until my next boxing match whenever but i don't think he has any matches on the card i know his brother just announced one but other than that i don't think there's anything else oh okay yeah there you go logan paul and ksi versus rain santo sounds awful for it are they you? want ksi involved yeah they want ksi involved they do they want jake involved if they can they they want all these guys involved I'm I'm interested in seeing what they do. I do feel like it's going to be a women's war games match, uh, and then that'll, I think so too at yeah. this point. And they'll bookend it just like last year. One match opens, the other one closes, uh, and then I'm just looking like in terms of match times last year. Yeah, they were the the war games matches were 40 minutes each. The United States Championship match was a triple threat that was 15 minutes. AJ Styles supposed to be a triple threat this year apparently. <laughs> Maybe they did AJ and Finn last year. Yeah. Why do I feel like that was thrown on for some reason? 
like for for like no reason i don't remember that match at all neither but it was also one of the longest matches on the card there was a reason that they did it but anyway point is they still have a few more matches. That was when Gallows and Anderson just got back. They were trying to recruit Finn into Judgment Day, or yeah, they were trying to recruit AJ into Judgment Day. Yeah. yeah, the OC baby. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Listen, Raw was Raw was pretty good this week. I, I sat through all three hours. They had a through thread. They kept me engaged. I enjoyed most of what I watched on Raw. So I'm glad that there were stakes to things. They should have used Regal's voice when Adam Pierce screamed War Games. I do not disagree with you on that. That would have been he very. Can't. He can appear on screen. That's the rule or the whatever the contract was. But that's the thing. He can't be on screen, at least through this year. But they should have just had his voice. Maybe they would have gotten in trouble for that. But I don't know. I don't, you know, I, that would have been hilarious if they just used his voice. Release the contract details, Tony. <laughs> Release the cuts. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did largely enjoy Raw. I like that they had that big brawl ending to announce War Games. Adam Pierce being like, you want to play games? You like games? You want to play games? I like games. You want to go games? I got games. We're going to go war games. And I was like, okay. All right, buddy. We're playing enough games here. Let's go. <laughs> not playing these little kid games. No, yeah. never. We're, we're playing <laughs> all is fair and loving war games. That's where that someone's going to use that line. And it's probably Cody. Yeah, Cody. Cody definitely used that. There was definitely a women's war games la- match last year because it opened the show that I remember. And it was actually pretty good. Bianca Belair was a, a standout performer as she often is. Charlotte's going to be in this one awesome. and she's going to do that moonsault off the yeah. top. Yeah. And then Cody's going to just, he's going to hit. <laughs> He'll just do the triple jump, uh, the triple jump salt. Cody's going to be so mad when, when uh, Charlotte does that moonsault off the top of the cage. Nobody does it better than hashtag bow down. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anything I else? love Charlotte, but her moonsault clothesline just. She tried to explain it once in an interview. I forget what it was. She tried to justify that she does the full rotation because like, oh, wouldn't you want the rotation to like take out your opponent? It's like, that, that's a senton and what you're doing is not it. So maybe just stop. Yeah, Becky came off the cage. That was Becky's first match back uh, after the injury. And yeah. that was the that was the press conference where I've mentioned a few times where Bianca and Becky sat together and both said the, I want Charlotte and I want to win the rumble twice. Uh, the first time as a woman. So there you go. Yeah. Cody's going to ask where he's going to jump across the rings. Cody's going to do, oh, I'm so excited for Cody and this match. He's going to do the dumbest shit in the world. You know, he's already pitching like Paul, let me get flaming tables. Can we do, can we do fire? Can we do blood? Can we do tax? Can we do glass? Like he's just pitching all this shit right now great i'm so excited for cody bless cody man bless him he deserves this after after all this this is what he wanted he wanted to do the war games he deserves all this after you know what he's gonna do you you know how they show the the entrance of everyone like coming into the building earlier today cody's gonna come in he's gonna have a shopping cart full of like tables and ladders and chairs being like i'm going straight to the ring i'm gonna go put these under the ring nobody touch these until the show starts these are mine they're not going to be able to uh, to like even show him coming. He's going to be there before the camera people get there, just checking everything out, making sure it's. He's going to help build he's this damn the cage. cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to help build it. Oh, so excited for Cody. Did you ever? Did you ever watch the? They they would put up live streams 
of like yeah, them building the cages and stuff. I know there was one time when there was an incident, but like there were there were so many of those streams that I would just sit in there and watch and be like, why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we watching them build a hell in a cell? <laughs> I never watched it, but I, I know they put those up. Now Cody's gonna he's gonna hundred percent be part of that. Oh, bless that man. Bless Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare. He deserves all of it. He's Love gonna Cody. light something on fire in that match. You just know it. He'll light himself on fire and give a shit. He's going to be on top of the cage and just like light himself on fire and then jump into the ring onto everybody. And then Seth is going to go burn it all down as Cody jumps. Yeah. Well, he did the jump last night and that worked. Yeah. He's a madman. Madman. By last night, I mean Monday because the time is a flat circle. And NXT was fine because the matches had stakes. So I enjoyed that. Madman. We got a few minutes left. You want to you want to do your thing? It's Wednesday night. We got a tremendous lineup tonight for everybody on AEW Dynamite live on TBS at 8 p.m. Eastern. We're going to Portland, Oregon, home of the Trailblazers. They're not very good. They're a bad basketball team this year. And the main event, MJF defense. All right, let me actually talk about this. Okay. Because people are like super excited about this Dynamite lineup, and I'm one of them. It was a great lineup. I I don't know. People might say, oh, no, Jeremy's going to be mad. About AEW. You're going to be mad about AEW, Joel? You don't like AEW. You're a notorious AEW hater. Big, big I AW. love love that they're doing MJF, Daniel Garcia. Do I wish that, you know, they gave Daniel Garcia more wins? Uh, <laughs> do I wish that they gave Daniel Garcia more wins that would then just Trent for him to call out this title shot? Yes. On I do. Yeah, I do wish that. But look, man, I ain't complaining about a Daniel Garcia MJF match. I ain't complaining about I love that Penta cares more about Swerve breaking into Hangman's house than Hangman's own friends. That rules. That pops me. Like Penta, stand up dude. Bless him. Love that match. Jay White, Mark Briscoe, rules. Red Velvet's back, Julia Hart, like that. Samoa Joe Keith Lee, you know. Be cool to have ROH matches on ROH, but look. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be a fun forbid. match. God forbid. Sting, Sting wrestling his first match in Oregon since 1989. Sting and, Dar- Sting, Sting and Darby. You know, they're going to have a lot of fun with the Outrunners. That's just a fun team that, that Sting can play off of. And we're getting Sheet and Storm sit-down interview. The good dynamite. Looking forward to it. Yeah, there's a lot on the card I'm looking forward to. Uh, like you, I didn't really love the build to Garcia and MJF being Garcia beat Trent and said, I want a title match. And I like that Daniel Garcia is like excited for it and has put it all on his socials. And he's like, this is what I was supposed to be. He and should win. He should Fuck win. It. There's a part of me that's like, it'd be great, but you know, it's probably not going to happen. Mark Briscoe and Jay White. Okay. This is a match I'm looking forward to. This is not a match that should have the stakes that it does. This shouldn't be a, if I win, I get your title shot. I feel like it's the title. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's gonna get the dance. So we got two AEW yeah. World Title matches in one night. If anything, Mark Briscoe should have stolen the damn title, given it back to MJF, and be like, "I want that title shot." And MJF be like, "All right, you get one on Dynamite." I would have done something like that. But again, I'm not gonna complain about the matches themselves because in ring, that sounds like fun. Keith Lee, Samoa Joe, enjoying that. Would I prefer that be something that Kate and Reg got to talk about on a Thursday night? Sure, but we're here on a Wednesday and that's, that's what we're going to do. I don't think Keith Lee's going to win the world television title uh, tonight. I just don't. So yeah, me either. Sting and Darby Allen versus the outrunners. I agree with you. It's going to be a match that they're going to have fun with the outrunners. And then afterwards we're going to set up more Adam Copeland and Christian cage and you know, his 
his stuff. Uh, and, and hopefully Christian mentions that someone has a dead father. And then Red Velvet, Julia Hart. Great, great to see both women back. Julia Hart back from her honeymoon and Red Velvet back from an extended uh, leave due to injury. The one thing about this is like, I don't want to see either woman lose right now, unless you're about to tell a larger story, which it feels like with Julia Hart, you are because uh, Sky Blue will come out and I assume, you know, further that and Willow as well. Or maybe Red Velvet's going to have a, a character plot point moment, which I wouldn't hate either. So there, there's opportunity to tell the story. I just don't like that you're putting both women in. And in a company where you typically have people win and lose, you're going to have someone lose on their first night back. Uh, and then Swerve and, and Penta, you, you said it. You know, Chi-Town Spurs sent a super chat saying, Hangman was clearly getting people out to vote in Virginia. That's all it was. It does roll that Alex uh, Abrahantis was like, Penta finds it disrespectful that you broke into Hangman's home. Like, yeah, fucking tell him, Abrahantes. Go tell this to the elite. Kenny Omega's worried about his Sega sponsorship and whatever Chris Jericho's doing. And the Bucks just, I don't know what they're doing. They don't care about it. They anything. don't either. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you tell him, Abrahantes. Fantastic. Love it. Why so um, asking who opens tonight? Uh, uh, what's his face? Orange Cassidy opens tonight. He's not on the card, but they'll just bring him out just to open the show. I think MJF Garcia closes, but man, they got to get the belt back with MJF. Like, I don't like these world title matches where you're not, you don't have the world title around your waist. Uh, the optics are just off-putting to me. And that's uh, why I want, if they're going to do MJF and Garcia last, I want to see Mark Briscoe, even if he loses or even when he loses to Jay White, he somehow gets that belt or someone gets the belt off of Jay White and gives it back to MJF. It just... Yeah, it just needs to happen. I love this from Jeff Valley Driver, Fantasy Booking, Keith Lee winning, Lee and Shane Taylor for ROH TV title would be like, yeah, I hope they actually do the Keith Lee, Shane Taylor match that they've been building because we never got Keith Lee and Swerve. Um, so I do hope they do that. And this is not just, this is going to be a little critical. Sorry. How dare you? Everybody. I know. AEW can do this. They can do great matches at any point they want. This is this roster is good enough to do great matches at any point that they want to do it. That's how good this roster is. You can, you know, when uh, Tom's Customs does these, like, ah, here's this thing, like, oh, never thought about that match. AW can do that. They can pick names out of hat, and be like, oh, this is a fun match. MJF Garcia, yeah, just just get there logically and build it on more than like, you know, than almost a response to, Hey, you want to criticize the booking? Here's this great match right here. And the, people are going to make the WWE comparison. I've already seen it. So I'll, I'll bring it up myself. People are like, well, Seth and Sammy didn't have a build. They just gave that away uh, the same night and things. I don't disagree with you. Here's the thing. They gave it. And look, you can hate this if you want. I completely understand if you don't like it, they gave it something of, and they, they did this with MJF and Garcia. So this is not a critical thing. They gave it a point of Sammy got the briefcase back or Sammy stole it. And then Seth wanted to reward him for stopping it. And like, Hey, I'm going to give you a title shot. Garcia got a win, which is great. Garcia got a win against Trent, called him out. MJF is like, yeah, let's do it. Cool. Fun with that. At least he won. Do I wish he would have won a little bit more? Yes, I do. Do I wish the elite, the friends, would you know show up for their friend Hangman Page? Yes, I do. 
I wish they would just put a little care. Like Keith Lee, when, when, when was the last time Keith Lee won a singles match? When was the last time Keith Lee had a singles match? I legitimately do not know. He probably beat somebody on like Collision, right? Like he beat some nobody on Collision. You're looking right? this up too, right? Turbo Floyd, yeah. So, there you go. Turbo well, Floyd. Keith Lee has beaten Turbo Floyd, Zicky Dice, Aaron Eagle. Oh, that was a revolver match. No, that counts. That that counts. Sure. <laughs> now that Pro Wrestling Revolver is bringing in AEW talent and having a big event on, on Full Gear Weekend, it counts. Sure. That um, match, by the way, was in July. <laughs> You know they can they can do these challenges and just throw it out there as like hey this is a cool match they can they can do that all day and you know they got the talent to do that I wish there was a little bit more care into Daniel Garcia and MJF which is a big match mind you like it's a it's a very big match and one that I'm looking forward to and should be really good so you know I, I just wish Garcia was on television a little bit more winning matches before this and not just beating trent to get this match you know just because he beat trent because he lost all of his matches previous to that including a bunch of like six-man matches with the 2.0 guys i'm looking at the the graphic where they put the whole like card on one and keith lee i'm it's just so unfortunate it just looks like keith lee is naked it just looks like it's just the placement and like the shadows it just it's very unfortunate hey look i'll blame this all day that stuff is not for me and they gotta figure out oh certain people gotta figure out a way to avoid that and you know but it is it is what it is with that we matches should be great we, matches should be great they should be. We, we used to talk ad nauseum on on other shows about the cody island right yeah, about his cody he island. ruled though and cody then, ruled but that was the thing was that cody cody was on a different island everything was different but whatever jericho does it just turns into this like <sighs> thank god will osprey is one of the best wrestlers in the world <laughs> oh god cody would do shit to pop himself though i don't know what yes. jericho's doing jericho's doing it to get them on his podcast later <laughs> yeah Elliot, man the omega stuff like they they got the sponsorship for for this next week which is cool and it's sega i hope they're getting good bread off of that um hope you know we got some sonic rings and stuff going into this but paul white in this mess man like again garcia made sense as a story for that but i you know, I'm not complaining about Daniel Garcia getting this title shot. I just hope Garcia is in good hands after this. And it's not like, see, you heathens, we gave you MJF and Daniel Garcia. Now Daniel Garcia is just going to go back to, I don't know, doing whatever he was doing previously. Backstage segments with uh, 2.0 and Ruby Soho. Oh, that's right. Anyway, it's a big show tonight, and I'm not talking about Paul White. I'm looking forward to Dynamite. Hopefully, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, you and I will be back on. We have a tremendous lineup for you tonight, Joel Pearl, at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS. AEW Dynamite live from Portland, Oregon. 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS, AEW Dynamite. It's going to be headlined by a great matchup. Everybody's wanting to see this. Two of the brightest young stars in professional wrestling. The future of the business for possibly the next two decades. MJF, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. You wouldn't know it because he doesn't have the belt, but he is the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He's going to be facing Daniel Garcia, one of the brightest stars in wrestling history, one of the best technical wrestlers in wrestling. And quickly fastly already one of the best sports entertainers in professional wrestling 
The man who does hold the AEW world title, but he's not the AEW world champion, Jay White, he will put his AEW world title shot or maybe the AEW world title on the line against Mark Briscoe. It's great to have Mark Briscoe back on television coming off this long layoff. He was back in the ring on AEW Collision. It's great to have Mark back. We love Mark Briscoe. Big parts of ROH and AEW. He's going to be taking on Jay White, trying to get himself an AEW world title shot at AEW full gear and walk into that match with the AEW world title, but he's challenging for the title at the pay-per-view, but even though he holds the title. AW Dynamite, find out more on what I mean live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS. Red Velvet is back after nine months off. Red Velvet's back to stir it up, stir it up against Julia Hart, everybody. Julia Hart, she's back in the ring as well. Red Velvet against Julia Hart. That's a big match in the women's division. Live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AW Dynamite. Also, Samoa Joe, the king of all television, he will defend the ROH World TV Championship against Keith Lee. That's a big meaty match. All you meaty fans out there, all you meat fans that love AEW and the great AEW action, we're going to have a justified this is meat chant for Samoa Joe against Keith Lee as Samoa Joe defends the ROH Television Championship against Keith Lee. 8 p.m. Eastern, live AEW Dynamite. We also have Penta El Zero Mado against Swerve Strickland. Penta, like any wrestling fan, like any wrestler, like any husband, like any father, is very upset at Swerve Strickland for breaking into Hangman Page's home and leaving a t-shirt with his baby. He is not happy with Swerve Strickland. He's out for revenge for one of his good friends, allegedly, Hangman Page. Penta and Hangman Page, don't worry about them. They love drinking the beer together. Even though Hangman is sober, he does not drink anymore. Penta, they like uh, having the cervezas, the, the non-alcoholic cervezas. Penta and Hangman Page, they got a big friendship Bonding over the football. Penta loves football. Hangman Page seems like a guy who loves football. Penta not happy with Swerve Strickland and his home invasions. He's out for revenge for one of his good friends, Hangman Page. They're going to clash in singles competition live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite. We also have... Penta is a big 49ers fan, thanks to his pal George Kittle. He is. We also have Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm, the AEW Women's Champion. Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm... They're going to be sitting down with Tony Schiavone as Tony Storm is on her road to gold at AW Full Gear. They're going to collide at AW Full Gear for the Women's Championship of Karoshita and Tony Storm. Can Tony Storm steal the spotlight one more time for Hikaru Shida? Or will Hikaru Shida take what is rightfully hers? And that's the spotlight and the championship. She already has the championship. Tony Storm has not stolen the championship like Jay White has stolen the championship, but she always steals the spotlight. Tony Storm is a spotlight stealer, not a title stealer. Also doesn't break into homes. Jay White steals championships. MJF's the champion. Penta is not happy about the person breaking into the home, but doesn't care about spotlight or titles. Anyway, they're going to sit down with Tony Schiavone live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, live on TBS. And finally, we have the Outrunners, Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd, one of the great up-and-coming tag teams here on AEW. You've caught them on AEW television. You've caught them on ROH television. You've also caught them on great wrestling around in the independent scene. They're one of the up-and-coming bright young tag teams here on AEW. They're going to be taking on Darby Allin and Sting, the legend, the icon Sting. And what is quite possibly his final match in Portland, Oregon. It's his first match since 1989. Sting has only wrestled once in Portland, Oregon in his historically illustrious career, and it was in 1989, and this is going to be his second match and his final match in Portland, Oregon. Sting and Darby Allen taking on the Outrunners. All of this and so much more. A great, tremendous lineup we have for you. It's quite possibly one of our best lineups ever. It's a pay-per-view worthy lineup. We hope you'll join us live tonight. AEW Dynamite, TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern. AEW fans, thank you for supporting the great brand of AEW. Justified, this is awesome chance. 
There they are. Up, oh, and then they went away. And you got to keep it up for the entirety to get those. <laughs> anyway, and if you want to keep it up, go ahead and like and subscribe here on this video and subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbook because uh, we drop content every day. And we're back on Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We have a very, very fun interview coming your way. We'll we'll announce it eventually. You know what? I don't want to do it. We'll announce it on Friday just in, when they show up, just in case it falls through, because I never trust these things. That's true. Stop never... trusting wrestlers. That's what I've yeah. learned. That's why I don't interview wrestlers. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Hasman dropped a new story about uh, Billy Corgan's leadership and growing frustrations in the NWA over that. So... Y'all can go read that. Uh, EC3 gave his response to uh, Hausman as well in that article. Just go check it out. It, it, oh it's a good boy. read. I was reading it while we were doing the Tony Khan stuff. It's very... Oh, I got to look at it now. Yeah. That's fun. Very interesting read. Until then, I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-B-E-R-L. We'll be back Friday, 10 a.m. again. Ladies, gentlemen, friends, we on the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. You make me want a la-la in the kitchen on the floor. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.